welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Paul the Apostle wrote letters to his congregation. So when he goes to a place and he preaches to them and they get born again, he then sends them letters. Letters. It's called epistles. So those days it was kind of normal for people to send letters. But even though it was normal, it takes a certain kind of wealth, being rich, to send a letter. Because if you are sending a letter, it must be rolled to a, for a postman to send a travel. So it was the rich people who used to send letters. Because you can't afford sending somebody from here to um, Germany just to go and deliver a letter. It must be a very, and sometimes it takes days. So for Paul to be writing all these things, you can imagine the cost. Or sometimes you have to wait. When you know somebody who is going there, then you give it to them. It might, it might take a year or two, three years. So, but if the letter must go, then you must pay. And that's very expensive. So Paul used to send letters. So we know Paul... In theological terms, we say the Pauline, or some people say Pauline, Pauline epistles, Pauline letters, letters that were written by Paul. Peter also wrote a letter. John wrote letters. So they used to write letters. The difference between letters and like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were narratives. So someone is telling the story and this happened. It's history. That's why they are called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are called the gospel. Because the gospel is history. It's news. You are telling and this happened and Mary got pregnant and she gave birth in the manger and it's a story that has happened and you are telling it. So it's narration. So the New Testament is made up of the narratives. There are five narratives. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and then Acts. Acts is when the church was born. So it's history. They are telling the story of how the Holy Ghost came and blah, 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 blah. That's narratives. And then after that, we have the didactics. The didactics are instructions. So if you want to know how you should live your Christian life, you don't go to just the history. The history tells us four history about Jesus Christ, his human living. The epistles, sorry, the um, Acts tell us about the early church, what they preached the focus of their messages and stuff like that. But if you want to know how we should live the Christian life, instructions on how live it, do this, do that, do that, that's epistles. Because all the epistles were written to believers and teaching them how they should live their Christian lives. So we have the epistles, we have Romans, after Acts, we have Romans and Corinthians and then Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Thessalonians, Timothy, Titus, Philemon, and then you go to Hebrews, James, the epistle, general epistle of James, it's called general epistle, which was written to everybody, generally, and then general epistle of Peter, first Peter and second Peter, then you have the um, first John, second John, third John, Jude, and Revelations, 
Revelation is not an epistle. It's a, it's a letter written. Jesus said, write it and send it to the church. It's normally in theological terms called ap- apocalypse. The, uh, the, so it's, it's the revelation. It's revealing what is yet to happen. The Old Testament is full of uh, prophecies that have been happening. The revelation is what is yet to happen. But it will happen because he said, and I saw. He didn't say, and I will see. It's already happening in the spirit. Some of you, your miracle has already happened in the spirit. He said, and I saw a great white throne. And I saw, and I saw. Things that are yet to happen, he has already been seen. It's been seen, I'm telling you. So when a preacher is preaching, he's telling you things that are already in the archives of God, which is being revealed. It's, it, talk, it speaks about 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8, 9, 10. Talking about how he has saved us, not by our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us when? Before the world began in Christ Jesus. So before the world began, some things have been given to us in Christ Jesus. So there are a lot of breakthroughs and miracles that are meant to happen for you in your living, which has already been given to you. Now, there is a way you have to learn how to access what has been given to you. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. It's, it's a has-done thing. He has blessed us with how many? All spiritual blessings where? In heavenly places. Now, you must learn how to make it come in earthly places. He already blessed. It's there. It's been given to us. And so Paul t- talks about how these things has been revealed. Uh, as he has blessed us, or not, but according to his grace and purpose, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. But now, look at verse 10. But it's now made manifested by the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The gospel is meant to be preached. So as soon as I said through the gospel, the gospel is not just an epistle, it's a preaching. So it's been it's given to us through the gospel. Now, look at the next verse. Where to I'm appointed what? A what? So the things that has been given to us, it makes, it comes to us, is manifested through the gospel. Through the preaching. It's, someone must preach it. I've been made a preacher and an apostle and a teacher. We preach and teach it. Until God finds a preacher, he can't help a people. The preacher man. If you are a devil, which you can never be. If you are the devil and you want to attack a people, you have to attack the medium through which God can help them. That is why just before Moses was born, a law was passed. Satan knew that someone was coming. A deliverer was coming. So he passed a law that these Jews are getting too many. Every boy who is born, let's kill him. The devil, if the devil wants to attack a people, he would target a preacher. You can't destroy a community till you destroy their boys. I'm saying some things you I know you didn't think about it. You are crying out black life matters. Start, say, start saving the black boys. If the black boys are okay, the girls will be fine. Most of the girls are getting mad because of the crazy boys. Yeah. 
So don't take him out of church. Help him, help him to come to church so he can be straightened up by the power of the gospel and you'll be fine. You go, go and marry someone who doesn't know Christ. There's no guarantee. You don't have insurance. You are not covered. You are not covered. But if he has Christ, I can tell you there's some covering. There is covering. You have insurance cover. Indemnity insurance. Hey! Shout yes! God can't help a people without a preacher. God always uses the preacher man. Say the preacher man. That's why one of the revelations, the insight God has given me, I found if you don't like preachers, God can't help you. If you don't like preachers, Satan will hurt you. So the devil must first attack the Moses who is coming by saying, kill all the boys. So Moses was born and they had to kill him. But God knows how to still maneuver through the system. Or he said, you want to stop Moses? I will, I will make you raise him rather. <laughs> you want to kill Moses? You don't know I'm God? I can sort you out. You want to kill my Moses? I will prove to you that I'm God. You will fund his education. You will raise him. You will empower him. You will teach him all your secrets. You will give him every access into your archives. Yes, Moses. So Bible says Moses was trained. Acts chapter 7 said Moses was skilled, trained in all the wisdom. Yeah, Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deed. He was le- They gave him everything. All of it, he knew it. And then when God was ready to use him, God said, boy, get out of there, come. And took him in the desert to wipe out all Egypt out of him. God didn't need the skill of Egypt to use Moses. But he wanted to show Pharaoh that he wants to kill him. I will make you raise the one you are you want to kill. So because the devil wanted to abort God's deliverance program for the Jews, he had to look out for the one God was going to use. And he hasn't changed his tactics. He always is looking for the preacher God is going to use to deliver you. Some of you, before you even heard us preach, before you even knew about us, you heard so many negative things. You heard so much, so much. Ah, that pastor, those people. Hey, when you see, they are suits. They use people. Hey. Yeah. So the enemy wants to spoil you. So why about, why, why then the, the uh, uh, bishops, but why do they make so much big issue and news about it because we have to stop preachers. We have to discredit church leaders. If we can discredit church leaders, we can stop the work of God. That's Satan's program. But some of us don't know. So here, that church has done this. That church, some people love it. They love it. Have you heard what a pastor has done? A pastor has done? A pastor has done? And guess what? It is desensitizing you to the grace of God on a pastor. Yeah. It is madness to be in a church under a pastor and be entertaining negative information about him. It is madness. 
you will be the victim. Let the world know. And the blind folks who call, some of them call themselves Christians, but they are ignorant. They don't have light. Let them know that God has always delighted in using preachers and he hasn't changed his mind and doesn't change. He will use preachers. He says that of this, I was made a preacher. What God has planned from eternity before the foundation, he said it will take a preacher to bring it to bear. It will take a preacher. Yeah. But has now been revealed to his apostles and prophets and us. It has been revealed to preachers. Can you imagine? Paul in Romans chapter 1 verse 11, he said, I desired to come to you. I wanted to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you. That I can impart some spiritual gifts to you. Yes. The preacher has something to impart. Why are you sitting under a preacher you are offended in? Sort out that offense or you will never benefit anything from God. Because you have polluted the pipeline. The reason why many people don't see the great acts of God in their personal lives. They've been Christians for long. But they can't see. There's nothing to write to them about. Apart from they are nice people, I don't steal, I don't kill, I don't do this, I don't do that, I don't do that. Apart from behavior, what are the signs of the hand of God in your life? What are the signs? If God is with you and the way you are behaving, there should be a backing of the hand of God clearly evidenced in your life. The reason why many people, many believers, many Christians do not see clear manifestation of the hand of God. People call it supernatural. You, you said that this is, we, are, we have never seen it like this before. Yes. We have never, it takes a preacher to have a testimony like we have never seen it like this before. The reason why they don't see it is because they, they, they neutralize preachers. Many, sir, many people prefer to bring a preacher to a human level. Yeah. So I'm careful. I mean, I'm sorry. When I go to any church, I'm very careful. I'm very suspicious. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm very suspicious. Everybody. You know, you know, you know, to the, to the, to the pure, all things are pure. So the, many people desire to, to bring the preacher down. They desire to, to bring him down. The preacher, God is raising him, but they don't know. You're also a fellow human being. They enjoy seeing you as a fellow human being than a vessel of God. Oh, you are also a fellow human being. And then they say things like, no, you don't have, it doesn't have to go into his head. You, did you call him? Let's, let God take the responsibility of what gets into his head. So people are concerned about the preacher's pride more than the preacher's tapping into the preacher's grace. So if I say, oh, pastor, oh, hello, sir. <laughs> I clean your leg. I clean your feet. They are more concerned. You know, if I keep cleaning your feet, you feel it is too important. Yes? If that is what it takes for you to be able to tap the grace, why not? So, if you study the scriptures very carefully, 
In fact, in the Old Testament, God used prophets. So God was using mainly the Old Testament, was the law and the prophets. The prophets had to speak and then you must obey the law. Obey the law, prophets speak. But in our time, God said, you know what? Luke 16, 16. It says the prophets and the law were up to John. Commander Shahaya. Let's all read it. Let's go. The law and the prophets were unto John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is what? Preached. After prophets and the law, it's time for preaching. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Don't preach anything. No, no. I'm not talking about the content. I'm talking about the means. It's preaching. Let's establish the means first. Then we can go on the content. That's why I took my time to tell you what the content of genuine preaching should be. It should be about Christ, the gospel. Okay, I've taught you what. But the gospel is meant to be preached. God oppressed through preaching. So when the son of God came on earth, he chose, the only thing he chose to be, not a carpenter, not a doctor, not a surgeon. He became a preacher. He was a preacher. He was a preacher. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. From that time, he began to preach. Oh, from that time, Jesus began to saying, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 23, Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching. In Luke chapter 4, verse 18, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to you don't like preachers you don't know how God works he has anointed me to preach when the anointing comes on a person in the New Testament era one of the first things the person is empowered to do is to preach because Paul puts it this way. He said in Romans chapter 16 verse 25 that I will, he said that may the God, he says that now to him who is of power to establish you according to my gospel. And how is God going to establish you? The gospel and the preaching. My gospel and my preaching. But can't God do it? No, he can't do it. That's why they put Peter in prison. A whole angel went there and unlocked the doors. And he said, go out and stand in the marketplace and tell the people these words of life. Yeah. Acts 5, I think 20. He said, go and tell the people the words of this life. Go and preach. Go and preach. When I will come to Saul. But Jesus Christ, verse 19, he said, Luke 4, 19. To preach the acts. Is this your year? It must be preached. It must be preached. Do you know why? God cannot confirm a word that is not preached. God only confirms the word that is preached. If it is not preached, he can't confirm it. Preaching brings to bear the power of God. It releases the power of God. 
He said, we preach Christ. Talking, what did they do? They preach. They preach. The people God used in the New Testament is not even prophets. It's preachers. Because prophecy and the law are all coded into the preaching. When they op- That's why Jesus was preaching everywhere. Preaching everywhere he went. In Mark chapter 2, verse 2. Bible says that, and straight away, many gathered together in so much there was no room to receive them. No, not so much about the door. And he, he didn't sing, he preached. Preach! Let me send a signal and warning. Those of you who have the gift of intimidating preachers, whoa, whoa, Bitaishu. Woe betise you. God can't help humanity without preachers. Some people do lack insight, never know this. And what he's trying to make himself. No, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to tell you how God operates. It's in the text. He says that for whoever shall call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Romans chapter 10. For the same Lord, verse 12. For the same Lord, for the same Lord is rich unto all who call upon his name. The same Lord. So if you want to enjoy the riches of God, if you want to enjoy God, the fullness of God, God the way he must be in your life, you must learn how to call on his name. But your calling on his name is at the mercy of your believing. So he said, and how shall they call on whom they have not believed? And your believing is at the mercy of what you're hearing. And he said, how shall they believe without hearing? And your hearing is at the mercy of a preacher. Ah! You need a preacher you can, so you can hear, so you can believe, and you can call, and then God will begin to show you his riches in your life. Listen, listen. I feel like preaching. Watch this. When we are preaching, we are not just disseminating information. We are not just passing on information. We are creating the room for the power of God. For the power of God to manifest. For God to establish somebody. For God to deliver somebody. Shall preach. Jesus was preaching in the synagogue. He was preaching in the book of Luke chapter 4. And a man, a devil, reacted. Yeah. What have we got to do with you? What have we got to do with you? He says that. And they were astonished at his doctrine. And his word was his word was his power. His word. Next, next verse. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had the spirit of unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice. What have we got to do with you? But he has been there all along until powerful preaching came. Anything that is not preached, we can't manage to see the hand of God. If we want to see healing, preaching must be preached. Uh, healing must be preached. If we want to see prosperity, prosperity must be preached. If we want to see deliverance, deliverance must be preached. 
whatever is not preached, we can't see. So there are devils who hide in churches and gossiping about people and backbiting. And once the pastor preaches that, the devil begins to go. Listen, pastors, anything you don't want to see, any work of the devil you don't want to see in your church, preach it out. It is not ideology. They call it ideology. No, it's not ideology. It is the power. Bible said his word was with power. He came in Romans chapter 1 verse 15. He said, I want to come. Romans says that. So as much as, as I, in me is, I am ready. He said, I am ready to preach. And that's what they want to do to preachers. Many preachers are advisors. They reduce your preaching to climate change. <laughs> Ozone layer. Preach Christ for goodness sake. That's what happened to John the Baptist. John the Baptist in, 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 in Matthew chapter 3 verse 1. He was a preacher. John, and in those days came John the Baptist. Oh. He was a preacher. In the wilderness was preaching. And somebody, the uh, herald, he made a mistake and he went for his brother's wife. Yeah, yeah. John the, the preacher said, no, I will talk about it. He preached. They, 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 they neutralized him and they, they silenced him by at least they knew the word. They knew the word. They preached it. How can they believe on whom they have no head? How can they hear without a preacher? So whatever you can receive from God is at the mercy of the preacher you listen to. Some of you have met people who call themselves Christians and you feel quite sorry for them. Do you know why? Because of the preachers they are listening to. Yeah. Pay the price to expose your ear to a sound preacher. An anointed preacher. An anointed preacher who will preach the gospel, preach Christ and teach you the ways of God. In the book of Matthew chapter 9 verse 35 he went about he was preaching Matthew 9 and Jesus went about all the cities and the villages. Cities and villages. Not only villages or not only cities. When you get to the city, don't keep quiet. Preach. Went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching. Preach. He was preaching. Preach. That's what Jesus did. He was just preaching everywhere. Preaching. 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 You got to preach. You can't be a one God uses if you have a closed mouth. The ones God uses must preach. They must preach. And in um, um, Matthew 11, 1, it talks about how Jesus was preaching. He was, Jesus didn't stop preaching. He was preaching. And it came to pass, when Jesus had made an end of the commandment, uh, of, uh, end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence 
to teach and to preach in their cities. That's when John the Baptist heard that the guy is preaching in town. So he sent people to go as he was in prison. Are you the one to come? Or we should wait for another person? I was surprised at Jesus' response. The verse 5. He said, you want to know whether I'm the one to come? Go and tell him. Jesus and himself, go and tell him. Show to John the things you have, you have heard. Verse 5. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. And the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached to God. Your godly assignment is not complete without preaching. Without preaching. Preach. Jesus was always preaching. John the Baptist was a preacher. He came preaching. He came preaching. There are too many scriptures I could show you. Mark chapter 1 verse 14 and 15 talking about Jesus preaching the kingdom. All over. It's littered in the scriptures so, 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 so much. But I want to jump quickly to show you this bit. So as soon as Paul got converted in Acts chapter 9, verse 20, he started preaching. Look, Acts 9, 20, the Bible said that he got converted in chapter 9, verse 5. And then verse 7, 16, 17, 18, Ananias goes to pray for him for his deliverance and everything. Then as soon as he was, his eyes were open. And, verse 20, the Bible says that uh, straight away he preached Christ. <laughs> he started preaching. He preached, preached so much that the history book that is recorded, that captures the life of the early church, the way it was ended, it was ended with Paul preaching. So it's like, so it's like the end is Paul was preaching. Yeah. Acts, Acts chapter 28 verse 31. This is Paul. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence and no one could stop him. What's the next verse? Let's go to the next verse. Oh, so there's no amen. No. There's no even amen in the book of Acts. It ended with Paul preaching. And he was preaching boldly and no one could stop him. No government could stop him. He was a prisoner but I was preaching. He was preaching. He wrote epistles but I want to let you know that he was actually a preacher. He was a preacher man. God is raising a preacher man in your family. Tell your mother they should celebrate it. By the grace of God, with all humility, I am one of the biggest blessings in my family. I am one of the biggest blessings in my wife's family. And some of you, I know, you are the biggest blessing. Because God is raising you as a preacher. Preach the gospel. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Preach. 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 Preach with all boldness. Matthew chapter 10 verse 7. He called his disciples. It's interesting. And as you go, this is what he told them. He sent them and he said, as you go, preach. And he showed them what to say when they are preaching. Jesus said, as you go, preach. Somebody say, preach. preach. All over the scriptures. 
Mark, Mark chapter 16, verse 15. It says, Go ye. Including Russia. Including Bristol. Including London. Including Chatham. Including Scotland. Including Germany. Including Saudi Arabia. Including Afghanistan. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Pastor, in Matthew chapter 24 verse 14, he said this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the ends of the earth. Then the end will come. It is the preaching that determines the timetable of God. Preaching. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness to all nations and then the end shall be. Preaching. Preaching. Don't look for money. Believe God to be a great preacher. And then when God says a preacher your way, there's a way to treat a preacher. If you lack insight on how to treat a preacher, your life will be at the mercy of the weather. Yeah. You must know how to treat a preacher. Jesus, when he preached, they said, is this not the one we know? Mark chapter 6. You, you be, some of you, the, oh, the slightest chance you get close to a pastor, you take him for granted. And some of you, all you are looking for in a pastor is a friend. You are not serious. You want a pastor as your friend? No! When you are dealing with him, you know that you are, talking, you are dealing with a preacher. Through whom God can establish your life. Through whom God can expand your life. Through whom the grace of God will be made manifested in your life. Never lose sight of that. If you lose sight of that, you have missed a major key. Insight. People don't do well by accident. There is no success without a habit. There's always a habit behind success. When you see someone doing well, don't just watch their results. Find out what they are doing. And if you are smart, copy what they do. Copy what they do. That's why some of you, God gives you grace to come close to a preacher for him to be like your father. And when a preacher is your father, you, can, you should be able to come to a place where you say, like Jesus said, I am my. <laughs> Jesus puts it this way. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Uh, again, this is me. No problem. But if you temper with God, say it will never be forgiven you. Jesus, he said, you, you will never. Jesus didn't take it lightly. If anyone should temper with God. In Mark chapter 6, he went there. He was trying to do stuff. But they even said, what kind of wisdom is given to the, verse 4? That, that mighty deeds. <laughs> And, and when the Sabbath day came, he began to teach in the synagogues, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, from where does this guy get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works were wrought by his hands? They could see the results. They could see things that were happening. And then, the next verse, 
and then they began to remember his humanity. You want an angel? You want an angel to serve and to follow God? Angels never preach. Read your Bible. Angels don't preach. <laughs> he said, send for Joppa. Send to Joppa for Peter. He told them, send for Peter. Who will come and tell you words by which you and your household, Acts chapter 11 or so, might be saved. Send to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He will tell you words. That's what I even like. He will tell you words. It's the chapter 11 version when he was recounted. He will tell you words by which you will be saved. You and your household. Yeah. Say, so call for him. Send for Peter. He will tell you things. Yeah. Who shall tell you words whereby thou and thy household. So they receive him. The man called his whole household. His attitude, you see his attitude towards the preacher? Yes. He called everybody. So Bible says that Peter didn't even finish preaching. Whilst Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell. The Holy Ghost fell. The Holy Ghost fell. Now watch this. This is a man who had seen an angel. He said he saw a man in chapter 10, verse 2 and 3. This Cornelius, he saw a man in shining clothes. An angel. And he was scared. And the angel said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid for your prayers and your arms have come to God before, before God for a memorial. So, so I just came to tell you what you should do. You need some keys. So I came to tell you, send for one Peter. You need the preacher to come to your house. Don't put a preacher off. You need a preacher. God uses preachers. Jesus could not do many things. Mark chapter 6. He couldn't do it. Mark chapter 6. And he said, he marveled at their unbelief. Yeah. And he said, a preacher, he said, a prophet is without honor. By accepting his own country. So, ah, so how do you treat one God sends to you? Honor. What does it mean to honor? What does it mean to honor? To honor means to design the person's uniqueness, the person's achievement, the person's um, speciality. This person is unique. You have to design it because the, the uniqueness you don't design, you can't reward. So you have to, that's why Satan will use people who have left churches to tell you why that church is not good. So you'll be blinded from designing the good there. There is no church that is good enough for people who leave churches. Don't follow them! Your destiny is at stake. And the sad bit is sometimes doesn't show up early. Later on you realize you have made a terrible mistake but it's too late. It's too late. God always puts your blessings. Your blessings are always attached to where God is sending you. Yeah. Where God is placing you. Yeah. 
and then you take your time, serve, and let it load there. So you have to honor, honor the one. So discern their uniqueness. And then celebrate it. Don't, don't, listen, don't feel shy to celebrate the preacher you know. Bible, Bible says, how beautiful are the feet of preachers when they are coming. When you hear they are coming. When you hear your preacher is coming. When you hear your preacher is coming. When you hear your preacher is coming. Somebody shout yeah. yeah. Romans 10 15. It says that how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is, how beautiful are the feet of them. When you hear them coming, when you hear them coming. When you hear your preacher come. When you hear your preacher is in town, you stop everything. Let me go and connect with you. When you hear your preacher is about to start preaching, it's on air. You shut everything down. I want to hear him. Yeah. Celebrate. Don't let people who don't see. Some people will not see the value of the preacher. Sometimes even their family members. Sometimes, sometimes even their husband or their wife. And there are people who always look for negative things about a person. So celebrate him. Reward him. Reward him. These are secrets that people don't know. And they think someone is looking for, for something from them. God forbid. That's what provoked Peter to say, may your money perish with you. What's that? What's that? But these are basic principles that people must be taught. The grace you don't celebrate can't reward you. So number one, honor the preacher. Number two, receive him as a man of God. Not as a friend. Receive him. Receive him. You know, this is a man of God. I'm just dealing with him because knowing that I'm dealing with a man of God. All the other human personal things about him, I can't be bothered. I'm just dealing with a man of God. And I choose to focus on the man of Godness. Because God put the grace on a man. If you don't take, if you don't take it, Satan will cause his manness to distract you. But you have discerned that there's grace there. Yes. Celebrate him, reward him, and defend him. When you are quiet and people tell you what is not honorable about someone you honor and you are quiet, you are dishonorable. You. You are not honoring that person. Defend him. He doesn't have to defend himself. This is what, um, this is what they are saying about you. This is what saying. And this is what someone told me about you. What did you tell the person? What did you tell the person? You don't know you are telling us more about yourself than what the others you are telling. What did you tell the person? And they are coming back to tell you. And some of you, negative information that you pass about around the preacher. 
preacher. I've discovered anyone who comes close to me, if you stay close for a while and it's not showing in your results, there's something behind the scenes. It's not my fault. You are not tapping into the thing. Because the thing is working. I know it works. It's working. You others are tapping and it's working. You have to learn how to tap into it for it to work for you. And from today, I see it working for you. I see it working for you. Matthew 10, 40 said, those who receive you, they have received me. You want, yeah, if it was Jesus, the way, oh, hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. Jesus said, yeah, said, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth the Father. So God will use a preacher, a you, who Jesus sent to go and preach. God will use them. If you don't receive them, you have rejected God. And you are fasting for 40 days for miracles. Stop it. It won't work. Let me add two more. Number three. Observe their results. Yeah. No man can do these things except God be with you. Ah, let somebody's results tell you that God is with this guy. Yeah. And stop entertaining the negative thoughts. And the personal idiosyncrasies, the personal negative feelings you are having, it, it comes naturally. But sort of deal with yourself. Sort out yourself. And so, if your attention is going on the other things about a man of God you have gotten close to, apart from his grace, sort out yourself. Carnality has taken over. Carnality. How dare, some of you, how dare somebody has the audacity to share something with you, which is dishonorable to your preacher. That's the last time they will ever have any chance to send anything because you block them permanently. Yeah. Observe their results. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 7. He says that, ah, I like this one. He says that, remember them which have rule over you. Who have spoken the word, or who have spoken unto you the word of God. That's preaching, okay. Whose faith follow, considering the outcome of that. Look at the results. Look at their results. And humble yourself. The problem with many people is pride. That's why a lot of people are not are denied access into the goodness of God. Bible says God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Pride. When you observe people's results, you can see the hand. Be intelligent. Be, be uh, observant. Watch the trend of their lives. That should tell you that God is with this guy. Yeah. God is this with guy. Let me add one more. How do you treat the preacher? Honor him. Receive him. Observe their results. Chapter, seven, chapter 13, verse 7 again, Hebrews. Look at it. Remember those who have rule over you. Who have spoken the word unto you? Who have spoken the word of God? Whose faith follow? Not their house. Not, not their possession. 
not their style. Follow their faith. Keep your eye on it because in the kingdom, the transaction, the currency for transaction is faith. So watch this. When God gives you the grace to get closer to a man of God or to even have a pastor, a preacher in your life, what you got to do is to observe their faith talk, their faith activities, leave the others and then follow their faith. You'll be generating their order of results hands down. Follow our faith and you'll see our kind of results. When you are listening to a preacher and you open your heart, you don't only hear the words. You pick up what to do. You notice some things. When they are speaking to come through, you notice, ah, I will also do it like this. That's you are following their faith. I see you changing of level. You have entered a new phase. You have entered a new phase. If you believe in Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show, and the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.